Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And welcome back to Cinema Vino. Uh, Ooh, hey, hey, yeah, hey, howdy, hey. I'm here with Sean Trav, and uh, we're going to talk about Boba Fett. Boba Fett, the, the book of. See also episode six. Is it a book? Yeah, I don't think it's very tome like. I think it's more like a brief brochure. It's like Fett. a Star Wars anthology. It's like a pulp. Like people like just a, like show a pulpy up. book you get at an airport. It's mm-hmm. like the pamphlet of Boba Fett. It's like the brief <laughs> introductory guide. <laughs> the brochure of Boba Fett. <laughs> Where did this? Episodes start off. I'm trying to think. Um, I, it, it started with him showing up at the Jedi Temple Planet. Yeah, Mando, not okay. Boba, because Boba again wasn't in this episode. Yeah, until no. the very end. Yeah, these these are just like he, he was. He was in a smidge of. He was there was a hint of Boba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, basically for the last two chapters, the book of Boba Fett has had no Boba Fett in it. So, which is yeah. interesting. That's an interesting choice. Which, again, these last two episodes have been the greatest, but it's kind of an insult because the main character isn't in them. Yes. Well, and and I, isn't even, like, really peripherally involved much other than... And I think you said it in, in a group text was, like, they should have just called this the Tales of Tatooine or, like, something along those lines. You yeah. know, don't center it on Boba because then you take at least two episodes at this point off of Boba and it feels... Um, Hollow. Yeah. I mean, there were great episodes, but it didn't tell the Boba story. Call this one most of Moss Eisley. <laughs> Moss Espa, actually. <laughs> Most yeah. Mostly Moss Espa. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Moss especially. Uh, so we had a uh, veritable cornucopia of uh, guest star appearances in this, and I was just like, oh, my God. The hits just keep on coming. Yeah. Guest stars in, in terms of actors or guest stars in terms of characters? Yes. Yes, both. Um, so brief recap for those people. It's been almost a week, and some of us have killed a few brain cells. So the, so the right now. The, <laughs> the crux of the episode is Boba, or not Boba, pff, Mando really wants to go see Grogu, who's now doing his Yoda Luke training style, Empire Strikes Back training. Let me see my son. And floating frogs. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and much more scenic than Dagobah. It's a much more pleasant place to go to. I feel like Luke learned from that. It's like, no, we're not going but the swamp. I land. don't want to be in a swamp again. Yeah. It's like, man, where your X-Wing sinks into the freaking bog. But can you imagine how many frogs that were on Dagobah? Oh, yeah. For Grogu. Yoda, Yoda had to just be like slurping frogs all day. That's why he went there, I'm sure. It's like, man, this is some good <laughs> frog eating, yeah. you know? Yeah, he's good got, gigging. He's it's basically that, Louisiana. Got that little hovel, you know, he can put those frogs in the, in the pan there and get them all nice and sizzling. Oh, he doesn't even pick them. What? No. He, just, he, he wants them raw and wriggling. wriggling. Like, like <laughs> Gollum. Yep. Um, so why does he, so he's obviously eating hot food because he's got that little pot thing that he's cooking on. Grogu? No, Yoda in, in his hovel. Oh, oh. You know, every once in a while, I guess that you'd want a hot meal every now and again. Yeah. Just kind of a pout. Swamp cleanser. rat, maybe? Yeah. He just he had to boil his blue milk. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe so. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 
I imagine that blue tip milk's better warm. So I like to warm it up to body temperature. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. I don't like it That's when they take it right off the teat. That yeah. was that was awkward. Yeah. That's where do you think Luke learned that? Yeah. Yeah. Then they could show the prequel, like the George Lucas style, how he came across blue teat milk. You know, <laughs> aren't those all males? <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, chapter six, book of Boba Fett. Um. So basically, Mando goes to this planet to see Grogu and to give him his chainmail that he made for him. And we see some of Luke's uh, training of Grogu. Well, we, we also see the start of his Jedi Temple mm-hmm. or his Jedi Academy. Oh, yeah, his like spider droids. That's right. Yeah, yeah that are, are building of... up the oh, we, uh, Jedi Academy that later gets destroyed by Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren. We get R2D2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that's right out the gate. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. That's, Didn't do that's much, a big cameo. But, mm-hmm. but I guess he had or to. A big cameo, if you will. Mm-hmm. Shut exactly. down. Yeah, he shut down randomly. He took, a, he took a nap to fuck with, you know, <laughs> comedic timing. And maybe this will be the start of Dave Filoni and John Favreau kind of improving the sequel trilogy a little bit, kind of like they've done with the Clone Wars and stuff. Like, we can step in and fill in these stories and make those other movies better. It does feel like that's what they're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- this and um, Bad Batch, the animated, because the Clone Wars series made the prequels so much better. Yep. Far and away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just that that bridging the gap of like two films. It add it adds weight to it. Yes. In a way that, you know, it, it kind of gives you so much more context around it where the movies left so many things open ended and left so much uh, emptiness, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, you so, were always told that Anakin Skywalker was one of the greatest Jedi's. You didn't really see it in the films. It. You're yeah. just like, okay, well, now he's a teenager-ish, and like now he's grown his hair out and is kind of a, you know, fuck boy. And then in the sequel trilogy, <laughs> we see, you know, we're told that oh, Luke rebuilt the Jedi Order and then had it all dashed away by Kylo Ren turning evil, sort of, you know. And we never got to see it. We just saw, you know, old Hermit Luke. But now they're they're starting to hash it out. Show us how it happened. Yeah. Okay. As soon as they did, I was like, damn it, did Kylo kill Grogu? I know. I'm mm-hmm. curious. But yeah. I, I really think, I, I mean, and we're skipping ahead, um, at least I am, <laughs> that they give Grogu the chance at the end if he wants to be uh, go with Mando and take the, the chain mail or if he wants uh, Yoda's old lightsaber. And I, to me, it's, it's a no-brainer that he's going to go with Mando because that's where the bread and butter is. Like, uh, unless they're going to do some other spinoff with Grogu where he just doesn't talk. Yeah. Like, Mando needs somebody with him that will make him talk mm-hmm. in his series. Yeah. Um, also, I, I think Grogu will probably get or make his own lightsaber or do something. You if, know. here's a question. They're if, both. If Grogu goes with Mando, is he going to have to wear a helmet if he starts following Ooh. the way? Yeah. Oh, that would be adorable. Ooh, yeah. With his little ears they're sticking so, out. They're so cute. But yeah. I think they're, what, what I'm guessing is that Mando's going to be like, all right, yes, I am a Mandalorian, but I don't have to be one of your sect, like, fuck it, we're, uh, they're Jedi ways and our Mandalorian ways, gonna they're going to Man- make their own He's going to be Mandalorian thing. Martin Luther. Ooh. Yeah. He, he's going to nail up, Mando the, Luther? Ma- ma- nail up the treatises on, on the door of the Mandalorian uh, church. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I like it. I like what it's going. It's kind of Lutheran Jedi. Yeah. I like and the, if that's not a band name. It needs to be. I like I like Mando with Lutheran Jedi play. I like Mando taking Grogu to make his own lightsaber, little a baby dark saber. No, nothing but meatloaf covers, and a lot of mandolin. 
Yeah. Hey. <laughs> all the Led Zeppelin B-sides, all mandolins. Yeah. Oh, yeah, deep tracks. Yeah. Was it uh, lots of uh, Gallows Pole? Um, Levy Breaks. Braun Wire. California. Mm-hmm. Braun Wire. Yeah. yeah. Black Dog. Four Sticks. Ooh. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Mando kind of shows up, drops off the little gift, and then um, Ahsoka Tano. Our our favorite yes. rogue Jedi. Yeah. She kind of tells him, like, hey, you can't really be here if you want him to grow as a Jedi and he can't have attachments. And obviously we know Mando kind of struggles with that differentiating from the Mandalorian way. Yeah. And uh <clears throat> I really wanted her to be like, Oh, nice lightsaber you got there. You want to learn how to use it? And teach him how to use the darksaber. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. She just she just sort of tells him to fuck off. Which is weird. I don't know if it behaves like a conventional lightsaber, though, because it, like in the previous episode, they said it was getting heavier the more he was wielding it. So, yeah, you touched on this on the last pod. It was in Rebels, and they because uh, it was Sabine Wren that had it, and they explained it. I need to go back and watch that episode. I, 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 guess. I need to go back and watch it too. But yeah, yeah they they had it in Rebels, and they had it in um, Clone Wars. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it behaves a little differently than a conventional lightsaber. So. It may take some specific training to learn how to use it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we haven't seen an actual Jedi train with it. We've seen two, actually, yeah, just two Mandalorians. Only Mandalorians, yeah. And, well, and Darth Maul, we've seen use it. Yeah. True. And he didn't really have any issues with it, no. as far as I know. But he was it, probably, you know, focusing he, his force craziness. He's a Sith, so if anything, he can fuel as much emotion into it as he wants. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, fuck off with your rules. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm wicked evil. Piss off, Ghost. Plus, yeah. he just looked cool with it. <laughs> Um, and so after Mando leaves, um, ventures back to Tatooine, am I right? Is that? Yeah. 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 He goes back to Tatooine, kind of checks in on, on, uh, Boba Fett, see what's going on with the operation. And I hate to say his name sounds like he has a list, but the, the sheriff, uh, Cobb Vanth, Cobb Vanth, of <laughs> Vanth, Vanth refrigeration, Vanth refrigeration, <laughs> um, and basically calls in a favor to help defend against the Pike Syndicate. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why Boba Fett was like, hey, we need muscle. And he's like, I know where to go. The outskirts where they've got these random moisture farmers. Yeah. These I, are my guys. I thought he was going to go get the Jawas because he was very nice to them in the previous episode when they were fixing up his stuff and then he paid them. And she's like, don't do that. And he's like, hey, could you get me this other stuff? And he's like, where'd you get that? She like, has other ways to pay. Off of a Pike Syndicate ship. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing he's going to go holler at the Jawas and have sabotage? them be... Yeah. yeah, that they're going to sabotage all their stuff and that the Pike Syndicate is going to be like, all right, well, fuck it. We're going to just get away or shoot you with our weapons. You're like, oh, why isn't anything working? And the Jawas are going to be... They're yeah. all... The entire planet's going to come together to shake off these... These dudes and the Jawas are going to be like John Lovitz. who are like, and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> so my thing is there's got to be other um, like sand people, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like there's there's multiple clans. Tribes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's what we know. And uh, obviously whatever clan that Boba Fett was palling up with in the early season, surely he's got to reach out to other clans and be like, you guys hate the Pikes too, right? Come fight with me. Let yeah. me do my sign language. And yeah, Mando speaks uh, Tuscan. Does he speak Tuscan? I th- I'm trying he, to remember back to Mandalorian. The, he knows the sign language, the sign language but he doesn't yeah. know the. No, but he he can communicate <laughs> with them. Yeah. Um, side note: um, Lutheran Jedi's first album is going to be uh, "Holler at the Jawas." <laughs> <laughs> Just FYI, we need to work yeah, slurping bro. on frogs somewhere <laughs> in there. It's track two. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like 17 minutes long. It's like they're dazed and confused. Mm-hmm. It's like with lots of gongs and mm-hmm. yeah. There's a marimba solo in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we can get to the biggest, coolest cameo the of this episode, coolest fucking reveal. Sean, will you will you take this away? <laughs> I'll set the stage from a distance in the desert. Dust flying across. You see a tall figure in black, long leather duster, wide-brimmed hat. Not a wide enough brimmed hat, nope. but a wide-brimmed hat. Mm-hmm. Slowly walking up. Cut back. Cut back to tall man. Slowly walking up. Cut back to cut back. Cut back. Slowly walking up. <laughs> we finally see what everyone wanted to see. Cad Bane. Cad Motherfucking Bane. Bane. The badassest, bluest... Pipes going into his face, yeah. bounty hunter yeah. that there has been in the Clone Wars. So he's only been in Clone Wars. He is, I will say, uh, aside from Mando, the coolest, and before Mando started, the coolest bounty hunter that we've seen that is active. So let's talk about his interaction in Clone Wars with our t- titular character. Good word use. Boba Fett. Fett. So in Clone Wars, he is actually um, kind of like the the old hat. Um, no pun intended, bounty hunter that's, you know, well-respected. He's a sharpshooter. He's ruthless. Um, effective, too. Very effective. Very effective and against Jedis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so he's very much feared. He was used heavily by the Separatists. Um, and I believe in the comics, he is who gave uh, Boba Fett the dent in his helmet. Yes. Yeah, they, they said that in the um, some YouTube video I watched. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, so the iconic dent in his helmet above the top left temple, uh, that is from um, Cad Bane. Yeah, they had interactions in the Clone Wars with a teen Boba or preteen. Like yeah, so there's the Clone Wars has kind of like a coming of age tale with Boba kind of intertwined in there, where he's palling around with some other. I think he pals around with Bosk. Um, mm-hmm. And he interacts with maybe some of the other clones there's because an he's an unaltered clone. Yeah. And so he, there's a lot of interaction with clones, um, you know, it, and we get to see him interacting with um, Cad Bane because Cad Bane is obviously a bounty hunter. So it, he's, he's ruthless. He is often brought in to do a lot of dirty work. In um, Bad Batch, he is actually hired to take out Omega. Mm-hmm. So in the, basically in the Clone Wars and before... Uh, the, you know, Disney uh, acquisition of all Star Wars stuff. You know, Boba Fett was said to be the best bounty hunter, but you rarely saw him in anything other than the movies. Like, you didn't get to see nearly enough, and then he gets eaten by Sarlacc. Well, Cad Bane was basically the the best bounty hunter that you saw consistently that would win against Jedis or, you know, get the, the last minute, you know, escape or something or... There was a jailbreak episode. He either broke somebody out of jail or he was getting broken out of jail. Anyway, he has a very good track record. He's very smart. Um, and he was just super, like, he's Clint Eastwood, basically. He's super cool. Low, gravelly voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, so, Elephant in the Room, a lot of people online were nitpicking about the way they made him look in live action. I had no problem with it. Yeah. It looked like the animated, I mean, like the real life version of the animated character. Uh, people is. were like, his nose wasn't long enough. 
but uh, my the, the, yeah, he wasn't the blue enough. Uh, he his, wasn't blue. His enough. hat wasn't big. Okay, enough. his hat that's easily fixable. That's a mistake. The his other ones are easily fixable too. But I I disagree. I think if you made him look too cartoony, you can't move someone's mouth down. I th- I like that they kind of stuck to practical effects. Mm-hmm. No, I I like practical effects too. But if you if you're gonna have a Luke Skywalker in this, where you can fair uh, valid um, criticism, and if you have Disney money, Disney dollars, you can throw it at it. like. Hashtag it's, Disney it's a good. That's another track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did we think of Luke's deep fake this time around? Better than it looked a lot better. And then it, I liked his little uh, scooping Grogu up to like help him. Like, <laughs> all right, hurry this just shit like up. swing him along. Mm-hmm. You, you hope that Grogu just gets powerful enough in the Force where he's just like floating at all times. Kind of well, style. And what they revealed was that Grogu already he'd already been trained. Like he had just basically forgotten his training or. He had the yips, or he mentally blocked out like whatever was going on, um, mm-hmm. you know, intentionally. And so Luke cleared that up because he's fifty years old, at least. They say in the very right. first episode, yeah. first or second episode of Mando. But we yeah. don't know how old he was when he started training at the Jedi Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we do know that he was there for uh, I don't know what do you call it? There's a night nerd. The purge. For it. Yeah, whatever. The purge of yeah. the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. Order sixty six. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say Night of a Thousand Tears, but that was when. All the Mandalorians were destroyed. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we find out he was there, I mean, in history some 30 years prior. Yeah. Right? Is that the timeline? Mm-hmm. So he was 20 whenever he finished or whenever the Jedi Academy fell. I don't know. We, hmm. we still don't know how he escaped or what his timeline was like or where he'd been for the last 30 years. Jar Jar. Fuck. <laughs> took, gonna, him, took him under his wing. We're gonna Sith a, Jar Jar. We're going to get a Jar Jar cameo. I, I hope I, I hope he that. is a Sith. Like, that's the coolest, <laughs> uh, like, Reddit theory mm-hmm. that he's just been... Oh, I love it. He, he's the real power. Mm-hmm. So, basically, Cad Bane is a badass motherfucker. They show it a little bit in this. But, Todd, yeah, you need to watch some Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Or at least cherry pick out the ones where do you think where Dave, there. Dave Filoni is just doing this to get people to watch Clone Wars? Uh, I mean, it's working. Yeah, it's working on me. We, we've already, watched we've it, already seen it. Yeah, we're the target. We're not the target demo. And I'm up to season six on Clone Wars, so I've seen some Cad Bane. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. So I'm familiar. Normally, yeah. when I see cool stuff, I'm like, Todd, you got to check this out. You never do. <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed. It. I just I think it's seven seasons. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, Let's go with that. So I've got one more season of that to watch. I just yeah. haven't done it. Yeah, I think after Disney acquired it, they were like, yep, fuck it, we'll do one more season. Yeah, we'll close it out. Good stuff. It is. It's very good. But, um, you know, and we're going to see a lot more tie-ins with that with the Obi-Wan series that comes out later this year. Mm -hmm. But um, interesting to know that he's still alive 30 years later um, because Cad Bane is fairly old and... We don't know how aliens age. So uh, actually, I watched a YouTube video about this today. They guesstimate that uh, most of his race, like old old age, is like about sixty nine years of age, and he's like somewhere nice. around seventy two, seventy five, something like that. So it's the equivalent of him being almost like a hundred year old. So he so is Clint they, Eastwood. They, yeah, he's Clint Eastwood and Unforgiven. He's just like too. He's getting too old for this. How shit. racist? He has is a few. It? Oh, well, jeez. Is yeah. he going to throw out some slurs from his, his porch? I don't think he's Gran Torino Eastwood. He's he's, unfor- he's unforgiven Eastwood. <laughs> he, he's any, any which way but loose. Yeah. Eastwood. <laughs> he could use an orangutan get, get that him. punches people out of a pickup truck. Get him an ape. 
<laughs> but more realistically, I mean, it, do you think he's more based on Clint Eastwood or like the Man in Black? Like I a, think he's Eastwood. That's the vibe I got was the Sergio yeah, Leone. Actually, walking out of the deserts straight up Eastwood. Yeah, he, he looks more Eastwood, but yeah, I think he is more Man in Black from the, uh, the bad, from yeah. Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Angel Who was that? Yeah, who was who played Angel? The, the bad was uh, um, Lee Van Cleef. Yeah, he's yeah. Bless you. <laughs> he's a thousand percent Lee Van Cleef, but they they used all the, the duster and hat and everything from Eastwood. Yeah, Eastwood had like a poncho. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but another one had a duster. duster in, okay, uh, kind of depends on where he is. Pale right. I, I need to revisit the western. Where, where he is in Italy while they're filming. You know, yeah, if it's a little bit colder. He probably needs that poncho. <laughs> Just think of the Always Sunny episode where they get a duster and they keep trying to share it. <laughs> <laughs> look how cool I look. <laughs> but um, yeah, Cad Bane always had little rocket boots. He didn't have the, the rocket pack. He just had them on. Can you imagine like the Iron core Man. strength for that? Yeah. That's got to yeah. be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Iron Man. That's true. He had to have the hand propulsor. Pr- pr- propulsions? Hand rockets? The hand propulsors. That's what I had on Prom 9. <laughs> 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 But yeah, Cad Bane, super cool character. Um, not the last we've seen of him, yeah. hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is clearly on the side of evil again, mm-hmm. like he always is. Mm-hmm. We get R2-D2. Yep. We get Ahsoka Tano. Yep. We get Luke Skywalker. Yep. We get, well, Cobb Van. Nobody yep. gives a shit. Sorry, Tim. Oliphant. But we got uh, Cad motherfucking Bane. And at some point, we'll get Sabine Wren in the Ahsoka Tano series. And I'm sure we're going to get Admiral Thrawn as well. Like, Star Wars is killing it right now. I mean, other than... Dave Filoni is killing it. Yes, Dave Filoni is killing it. John Favreau. Favreau's first few episodes of uh, Boba Fett uh, is suspect a little bit. Yeah. Honestly, if we didn't have that, we would have no Boba Fett at this point. So I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. We would be Boba Fettless. Mm -hmm. We would Boba Fett un-Boba Fettered. They have a lot to cover in the next episode. They do. If there's only one more episode left. They got a is lot. there only one episode left? As far as I know, I they're think. doing seven episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of this episode, Todd? What did you think, Cad Bane? Talk to me. I enjoyed it. I thought this like killing it. Like you say, that's as good as you could do with all that stuff. Um, I, yeah, I'm curious to see some actual Boba Fett. It'd be hilarious if they do a season finale with no Boba Fett. It's no like Fett. all Mandalorian. Um, but if they inevitably go back to Boba Fett, they have a lot of story to go through. And I'm curious to see how they wrap it up. Other than the cameos that they've had so far, my favorite uh, character has been, I think, Black Chrysanthemum, like the yeah. crazy I was about to say, I, Wookie. he's been a massively underutilized character for how cool he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, it costs a lot to put a guy in a Wookiee costume, <laughs> but Black Chrysanthemum is, like, a huge character in the comics. Like, he's powerful. Oh, is he? Not, okay. not huge as in, like... Um, like impact, but he's huge as in like powerful. Like he's one of the best fighters there is. So not getting to see him fight in the show seems like a waste. So yeah. hopefully we get a lot of him. Um, I want to see more Rancor because honestly, depressing that we haven't seen uh, Boba Fett riding Rancor. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want, I want that. Sounds like they're. I want that. Sounds like they're saving that for maybe the finale or maybe that'll be a season two. I want him riding a Rancor right now. Yeah, yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And the oh. record to eat somebody. Oh, Hunter, nice. yes. Picks him up, home, chomps him. Mm-hmm. I want a kaiju fight with like a Rancor fighting a baby Sarlacc or, or one of those other, you know, sand dragons or. Oh, a crate dragon? Yeah. 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 I'm I, down. I feel like a crate dragon would win over a Rancor anytime. Well, a baby crate dragon. I don't know. Okay. I just sure. want to see, yeah. sure. see some Star sure. Wars kaiju fights. 
I'm down for that. That could be the next series, limited series. Actually, in I'll the tell Clone you what, Wars, I, what I there know. There was a Godzilla uh, like kaiju thing. I'll tell you what I know about Star Wars kaiju fights. Yeah, there's always a bigger fish. Ooh, yeah, no, that's true. Wise words. Um, so hope you guys have enjoyed this mini episode talking about episode six of the Book of Boba Fett. Episode two of uh, Mandalorian season two, okay. three. Yeah, <laughs> these are confusing times in which we live. They sure are. Um. But yeah, next week we'll cover the finale. We'll wrap everything up. Uh, next, we're going to take a look at uh, Vox Machina, The Legend of, Woot. on Amazon. So, chip, chip. we thank you guys so much. We will talk to you really soon. May the force be with Listen you. to my band, Lutheran Mandalorian. <laughs> and uh, Holler at the Jawas, part one. <laughs> Slurping frogs. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these movies can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.